Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. Welcome back, guys, to the Three Spot Podcast. Uh, you're with Sean and Chris right now. Uh, we're just here, just going to be talking a little bit about a few things that uh, have gone on on baseball Twitter the past week um, and in the, the league itself. Um, and I think there were a lot of cool things this past week that we saw that either we interacted with on Twitter or uh, we saw, we liked it, whatever it was. Uh, there are a few people that we talked to, a um, few collaborations that are coming that we, we kind of want to get into. I think the first thing is uh, I want to give a shout out to these Angels fans for helping out East Coasters like us that don't know anything about West Coast baseball. Uh, I'm going to pull that up real quick, Chris. Um, you have it up. I got to. <laughs> yes, I do. Pulling up the tweet right now. Uh, just want to put in there, David Fletcher, very underrated. Been saying this, you know, for a little while now. You not knowing who that is or that he makes plays like that kind of upset me. But, I mean, I, I get it. I, he's good. He, in, he's solid. In my defense, I know who David Fletcher is. But, like, I don't know. I saw him make that play. And I was just like, I don't know. I was just baffled. and. I was like, does this happen all the time? Like, are they seeing this night in, night out, this guy uh, just make these kind of plays? Like, that was a re- – I'm watching it right now again. That was a great play. You know, he's going to his right. He's practically behind second base in, like, shallow center field. And turns, slings it. Slings it to first base and gets a uh, hard state trooper, Brett Gardner, out. Right? That's uh, wild. As East Coasters, I feel like we don't see enough uh, West Coast baseball. Again, they always start at like 10 o'clock. You got a 9.07 start, 10.35 start. It's a little ridiculous, but um, we don't really get to see guys like David Fletcher make plays like he did. What was it last week? Last, I don't know, Wednesday or something like that. Um, Again, putting up that tweet, as East Coasters, we have to ask, does Fletcher do this on a nightly basis? We didn't expect it to get the traction that it did, you know, but we did at uh, a pretty popular Angels podcast. Um, and just the responses to it was just amazing. I was just, I was just amazed. They were so extremely nice, which I feel like if it was the other way around and like they were asking about, you know, West Coaster was asking about the, the Yankees and the Mets, it would just be God awful. It would just be so bad. Um, but the responses were so ridiculously nice that it was like, yes, we love David Fletcher. He does this every night, uh, pretty much at least once a game. Um, I think one of my favorite ones was um, this guy. Or, or, I don't even know who it was. Could be a guy, could be a girl, could be whatever. Said, uh, yes, he does. One of the many reasons we love him so much. Fletcher is life. Fletcher is baseball. I just, <laughs> I, that was like one of the ones I responded to. I was like, I love this response. This is fantastic. Then we had that one guy. Uh, his name's Ignacio Cervantes. And he just said, see, 
like it's uh, yes in Spanish. <laughs> and I was just <laughs> okay. Um, and I just I replied to him saying gracias papa, and he just re <laughs> he responded by saying in Spanish that now we're friends. And he said like I estamos amigos. And he just said, here's the five-pitch sequence between Cole and Otani in the sixth inning from my point of view last night. Garrett was dealing. Pretty cool video. I mean, he was like, I think it was sitting, I guess, third base line, uh, maybe like 10, 15 rows back. But random response to just me saying thank you. I, I don't know. But um, how nice of a fan base is that? Absolutely. Awesome. Like, like you said, you know, just to – just kind of double up on what you said. If it was the other way around and they're asking, oh, like, is, let's see, is Andrew Velasquez really, like, does he make these plays every night? Like, mm. uh, a Yankees fan would say, yo, bro, are you serious? Come on. Like, you should know who this is. Like, but it was great to see that the other way around, you know, the fan base was just great about it. They just, they really, they actually, they were like, yeah, you know, this guy, he's great. Cool. You want to be in? Cool. Mm. Dave Fletcher. Right. Five nine, go! Really? Dog. Yeah, five nine, <laughs> dog. Yeah, I mean, give him a contract now. Give him a big ass contract right now. Um, well, one of the other responses was, and I just felt like an idiot after I after I answered it, and I was like, "Yeah, this is going to be where uh, the downfall is." Uh, somebody was like, "Yes, he really does. Best kept secret in baseball." And I don't know, my mind just like wasn't working, and I was like, "At this point, would you really say he's a secret?" And the, another person actually responded to that. And I was like, well, you did have to ask if he does this daily. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, yeah, you're right. I was like, what you got, the hell? You got I, us roasted, man. Yeah, I was like, well, I'm, oh, I'm sorry that it's probably midnight at this point watching West Coast baseball. And mine doesn't work as an East Coaster. I, I, I'm sorry. And I was just like, that's fair. And I laughed. But um, yeah, again, shout out to Angels Twitter. Uh, shout out to Rocks in the Outfield. They were, you know. I mean, they allowed all that kind of to happen. Uh, clearly, they got this great following. So go check them out. They have a great Twitter as well. Um, but, yeah, no, that was that was a pretty pretty crazy thing. Um, also on Twitter, we, we, in the past, I don't know, maybe two weeks, we made friends with uh, the baseball whatever guys. Um, if you have not checked them out, um, they are a baseball podcast. They also have a YouTube channel, baseball and whatever. I believe on Twitter, uh, their, their at their tag, their handle is just baseball and what, um, I would absolutely check those out. Their whole idea, um, is they talk baseball for half the episode, let's say, uh, and the other half of the episode is the whatever portion, uh, where they talk about Disney movies, talk about sequels of movies. They talk about, um, different logos and jerseys, which logos we'll get to in a second. Uh, but they, you know, I reached out to them asking about, um, you know, just how to, how to start a podcast. How does that all work? How did they do it? Um, I don't believe they have a blog, but I just reached out to them just asking in terms of equipment, like for help. And they were uh, more welcoming than I could ever imagine. They're from Chicago. Maybe they got that Midwest uh, I don't even know what the word would be. It's Midwest uh, hospitality, I guess you could say. But amazing, amazing guys. There's three of them. Uh, I believe Justin, Vince, and I want to say Greg. Um, Greg, I apologize if I made you feel like uh, 
the, the odd guy out there, but um, they're great. They help right away. You know, they answered pretty quickly, told us how they kind of go through their process. Um, turns out one of them is also uh, a teacher uh, like me. So it was a really nice like connection that I had. I did not have any intention really making, um, at least at first. Uh, but they were such nice guys. Uh, I listened to a few of their podcasts. They were fantastic. Um, and actually, we had reached out to them. We reached out to Justin. Um, and, you know, if you wanted to, to write an article for our blog, you know, being from Chicago, I believe two of them, I think, including Justin. And again, I could, if you guys are listening to this, I, I apologize if I'm wrong. I think two of them are Cubs fans and one of them is a White Sox fan, I believe. Again, could be wrong there. But we had Justin write for us about, um, on the blog, about the history uh, of Wrigley Field. Does it live up to that history? Does it live up to um, what it's all cracked out to be, what you hear in the media, what you see in movies? Is it as great of a stadium as people say? Right? Overrated, underrated, however you want to say it. Um, in our Richard White interview that we did on our first three episodes, uh, you guys should check that out. Richard mentioned that he thinks it's overrated. So I thought it was actually a really cool thing for Justin to kind of take a Chicagoan perspective to it. And also, um, the baseball whatever guys are going to be on our uh, on our, our power rankings for our next logos, which come out tomorrow. All right, guys, so check that out. Uh, we're going to be doing our uh, high A central power rankings. Uh, I thought they'd be a great fit. Um, one of the Cubs uh, minor league affiliates, the high A affiliate, the uh, South Bend Cubs are part of that league. So I figured they would be actually a really good uh, fit for that. Um, so check that out tomorrow um, and uh, check out that blog. We'll put that out and uh, hopefully we can get them on the draft in about two weeks, uh, the high A logo draft. We're trying to work that out with them as well. But again, check them out. The baseball and whatever guys um, on Twitter, I believe it's baseball and what um, I think they have an Instagram too. I don't know how active they are on the Instagram, uh, but Twitter and their YouTube channel and their podcast are, I think they're their top three kind of uh, uh, places to go check them out. Speaking of shout outs, we shouted out two people on Twitter. We ended up getting a shout out from the Fort Myers Mighty Muscles. I didn't, I don't even, I don't even know what to say. That was, was awesome. It was yeah, awesome to see that. Dude, I I don't even I gotta pull that up actually. I don't even know where that came from. Oh, you know what? I know. Yeah, uh, you, you had mentioned from. you had mentioned that uh they, they had a rain delay between them and the Daytona Tortugas. And um hmm. so that was our ranked one and two in their uh, in their respective divisions. Um <laughs> and so they had answered and they said, you know, I don't, I'm not even sure what they said, but they, they <laughs> screenshotted, they screenshotted our post. Yeah. 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 Okay. I just pulled it up now. Yeah. It was four days ago. They, they said, um, you know, there's a game update. It was the Daytona Tortugas, Fort Myers, Mighty Muscles. And it was a, you know, it was a rain delay and the game was suspended and they're going to be doing a double header and stuff like that. 
And yeah, we had just said like, wow, I can't believe we're missing a matchup between number one and number two ranked logos in the low A Southeast pain. Again, didn't expect anything of it. And uh, it kind of, I don't even know. I think, yeah, in response to that, um, actually somebody we'll talk about in a second. Um, the young professor who was there, um, kind of like their PA announcer, MC, uh, seems like kind of like a jack of all trades kind of guy at the stadium, um, was like, Hey, I mean, you know, there's always tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. Um, and I guess that also caught the attention of that. The mighty muscles actually followed us on Twitter. And then, um, yeah, like you said, they screenshotted that part of our blog and said, you know, thank you for the kind words. Couldn't agree more. Uh, I muscle up, I think is a great hashtag. I wonder if they use that all the time. Muscle up. That's, that's a that's a a one hashtag to go along with your team. That's that's up there. You know, just being able to go in there, throw out a tweet, random muscle up. You know, <laughs> I respect it. I respect whatever they say when they say that. <laughs> just muscle up. Just just muscle up. <laughs> Do you think the Modesto nuts say nut up? I mean, I would hope so. They nut, nut up. <laughs> nut up. <laughs> if they don't. <laughs> Uh, Modesto, <laughs> Modesto nuts. Cool. If you're if you're listening to this, that's your new hashtag. No, no, that's you your new slogan. It's you lifestyle. Down, <laughs> you're down five in the ninth. Not up. Are you yo, are you eating nuts right now? Yeah, I'm eating a Snickers right now. So I, I guess <laughs> not up, right? Not up. Oh my god, dude. You got. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I think that's gonna be our uh, hashtag on this uh, podcast. Just I'm gonna put it on Twitter and just put hashtag nut up. <laughs> I don't even know what to say there. Uh, but they also, um, oh man, that's hilarious. They also were drafted number one for uh, not the Nesso nuts, the Fort Myers Mighty Muscles. They were drafted number one overall, one one, first round, first overall pick on uh, our low A uh logo draft so that was pretty cool so i actually tweeted that at them i think i just replied to their um to their response or to their tweet and uh for them to acknowledge it i was just like this is crazy um and people are probably like why are you guys talking about minor league teams like you guys do major league teams sometimes minor league teams a lot like what's going on um we try to do everything um that's something that we always we just love the game and um logos are just one of our favorite things i don't know why but i think we all just love a good logo who doesn't love a good logo you know like who some of these are really good in minor leagues all levels of the minor leagues that's where you find the best logos you find them at the low levels major league teams they already have their logos established they're great they're they're awesome some of them maybe not so awesome but um think of the marlins from 2012 to 2018 or whatever. Yeah, that died died a little bit too soon. (laughs) Wait, 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 you think that it it had some life to it if if it stuck around? I think think it was just, it was different. You know, it was, it was original. I mean, it was definitely, it was kind of, it was, it was simple, but it was different, Hmm. you know? And I think something like that, you know, with the Marlins being at that point, they had been around for what? not even not even 20 years yet yeah you know like that, yeah. roughly like um you know sometimes 
I feel like the I feel like the original, you know, the Florida Marlin Blues was was nice. I liked it. You know that the the Blue Marlin, you know, then they went into the, the more of a Miami Miami modern futuristic logo. I think it could have stuck around. Hmm. But That's I mean, interesting. But like you said, with 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 a logo like the minor league logos how they get they get pretty funky sometimes. I think that could really make or break like, you know, let's say you have somebody who lives in the area, right? And you have a logo, a simplistic logo, you know, like a simple letter logo. That's not going to draw people in your town to you. You know, that's, it, it's, if it's, you're going to get the people who like classic baseball, but to draw the, a young fan, you know, they're going to want to see a, for reference around us, like a, a Jersey Shore Blue Claw, you know, or they're going to want to see a, a Fort Myers Mighty Muscle, you know, they're gonna be like, wow, that's cool. That draws attention. So for the minor league teams doing something like that, I think that's huge for them. I think it's great. I think it's great that they're not, you know, something simple like, like not necessarily the fact that major league teams are simple, but it's not like it's not as fun and and you know out there. No, definitely, I agree. Um, I mean, it was a nice logo in terms of the colors. I like the colors, but I think it was just like. The uniforms they had, I don't think really went. I don't know. It was just too plain for me, I guess. And I know I just said the colors are great, but something about it was just too plain. I think what they have now, I think before they tried to be too like diverse with it, like with Miami. When everybody knows Miami, you think like that that hot pink, you think that like neonish blue. Just stick with that. Just stick with that. Like, they could have just stuck with the, like, like for basketball, the Miami Heat, those, like, alternate jerseys they have that are, like, the blue and the pink, one of the yep. greatest jerseys I've ever seen in sports, right? The Dolphins, all right, it's okay. They kind of get the Miami feel with that, like, tealish and the, I guess, the Miami light blue, yep. And I feel like maybe pink doesn't really play in football, but they, they kind of got it. But when they did, like, that red, yellow, blue, whatever it was, um, uh, yeah, the, the original, the, the, yeah. the, the Jose Reyes Marlins. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The Jose Reyes Marlins. I just didn't like it. I, I don't know. I, I, I hate to just like hop on a bandwagon. Like a lot of people didn't like it, but and it gets roasted all the time. But, um, what they're doing now, I think is really great. I think with the, with the, with the black, they got a dark kind of look, but it also, you have that Miami pop with the, with the blue and the pink like that. Um, right. They found they found in a sense like a happy medium yes exactly exactly so going back to those power rankings um i think we should totally just recap those high a east uh ones that we just did last week um and if, if you haven't seen them yet yes you haven't read about them yet go check them out on our blog um we haven't quite yet um you know kind of transformed that into a podcast version um, we're still doing those on the blog. I think we'll keep them in the blog, but um, you know, maybe on a weekly basis we will go over them and just kind of uh, recap what's, what went on. So um, we had the High A East League, uh, which for us was pretty cool, again, because we had some teams that for us in New Jersey were pretty local to us. You know, We had some uh, teams from New York, like the Brooklyn Cyclones. We had the uh, Jersey Shore Blue Claws. 
Um, so we had people, and even if you want to consider the Aberdeen Ironbirds, they were pretty close to us as well. They're in Maryland. So, um, it, it was pretty cool to see kind of, uh, see kind of a, a, a connection there, a geographical connection there, because once we do like the central, once we do the West, it's hard for us to have a connection, but I think that also helps because it, it kind of takes away our bias, you know, if we, if we have any, but, um, we had two guests along with us. Uh, we had six guys all together. You know, we had all four three spot guys, me, you, uh, we had Alex, AKA scoop. And we also had Manny, um, and we had our two guests. So we had, uh, Ryan Baylog, who is one of your friends, right, Chris? Yes, sir. So shout out to Ryan Baylog uh, on Instagram. If you want to go follow him, talk to him, uh, his, his handles at Baylog, I guess, right. It's B A L dot O G. B A L dot O G. That right. is him. <laughs> his last name with a period after the L. Um, not a bad idea there. Uh, and the second one we had, which this was also a long shot that we kind of just reached out to. Um, and seriously, shout out to him. Um, Barstool RDT. So RDT, is, his actual name is Eric. Um, he's somebody I've followed for a while, uh, way, way, way before we started a blog. Um, you know, as an Orioles fan, he's like, I mean, he's, he's the only Orioles guy at Barstool. Um, <laughs> so you don't see that a lot. We love Barstool. So shout out to Barstool. But, um, you know, I figured I'd reach out to him. I was like, all right, we have the Ironbirds on this week. Um, I know this guy's a huge Orioles fan. I just threw out a message. I, I DM'd him, uh, asked him, you know, if he'd be interested. And, uh, and again, I mean, the response in the community of like baseball Twitter has been nothing but positive um, for us. Um, and I, I hope I don't jinx myself there. Hope I don't jinx the group here. We're just now. We get hate messages from now on. Now. Yeah. We're just going to get hated on. And I mean, like, that might come eventually and whatever. If the haters are haters. But, um, but for us to reach out to people and people just being so uh, supportive or wanted to be involved, it's great. Yeah, it feels. It feels great. The fact that everybody, you know, like you said, we got nothing but positivity from everybody, you know, help anything we needed. You know, if we reach out to people, most of them have answered, you know, they gave us, you know, a piece of knowledge to help us out. You know, it's been, it's been great seeing just how positive the baseball community is. Cause you know, when you're just, when you're just, you know, a casual fan, you're not really, you just watch baseball. You like baseball. You don't really notice how much, you know, the community how deep the community runs, you know, to support each other. But like, you know, since we started the blog, you know, since we've been getting more active on Twitter, trying to reach out to people, we've really like noticed the trends of people and how much people actually care. And it's, it's crazy. It's great to see. No, it really is. Uh, so again, you know, they were great. Ryan and, uh, Ryan and RDT. Thank you guys so much for contributing. Um, Chris, let's go through these a little bit. Um, Honestly, let's uh, let's kind of um, want to start at the top. Yeah, let's start at the top or really at at the bottom. Um, right, the top, the top of the article, I guess you could say, top of the blog. Um, we had the Winston Winston Salem Dash. Uh, I, all right, so they got a five point three out of sixteen. And those of you, maybe if you if you haven't uh, read our our power rankings before or understand our scoring system, I'll, I'll break it down for you really really quickly. Um, we have four categories. 
Um, and we score them in terms of uniqueness, intimidation factor, geographical inclusion, and color scheme. All right, so each of those things, uh, we, we score all independently. We don't do it together. We score them on our own uh, just so we don't, you know, we're not collaborating necessarily on these scores. Um, and we score them one through four, one being the you know, worst possible score you can get in the category and four being the best. Um, and adding those up, obviously, a 16 would be a perfect logo. We have yet to see that. Um, and a, the worst possible score you can get is a four. I don't think we've had one of those either. Um, maybe, a, you know, obviously we've had a 5.3 here, but, um, so yeah, that's kind of how it goes. We average everything together for a final power ranking score. Um, and that's kind of how that all works. So the Winston Salem dash, um, it, just the WS, I mean, uh, it just wasn't doing anything for me. You know, my kind of comment was that by this time, I don't know, I was going in alphabetical order. So maybe at this time, because it was the last one, maybe I was tired of looking at logos, but it just sucked. Um, I'm sorry to the dash, but I didn't really have much to say. What did I score that? I scored it a one, two, three, four, five. I scored it a five, right? So I gave it some points in the, uh, geographical, uh, inclusion. I don't remember exactly why I did that. Um, I must've read something there, but I don't know what a dash is. I don't, I don't, I didn't necessarily like this one. Um, but, uh. Yeah, that, that was our number 12. That was our number 12. And I'm not, I'm just not a big fan of, of letter logos. Um, we have seen some that have a little bit of flair to it. Uh, one you'll see this week as well, the Daytona Dragons, or not the Daytona Dragons, I'm sorry. Um, wow, I'm like blanking on their name right now because I don't have it up. But there's a Dragons team. Maybe it is the, no, maybe there's the uh, Daytona Dragons. No, Daytona uh, Tortugas. Well, that is true. I swear there is one with the dragon stuff. But anyway, some of them have done it where they add a little bit of flair. Maybe they add a mascot in it. Maybe they add an animal or something else within those logos, the letter logo that helps it a little bit. But um, it just Dayton letter dragons. logos themselves. Dayton, I'm sorry. Daytona, Dayton. Dayton dragons, you know, they added a little bit of like a dragon tail to, the, to their, it just literally the letter D. It's not bad. I think it's better than this one. But again, not my favorite. Um, so that was our number 12. That was our number 12. Uh, Chris, who do we have at the 11 spot? So sitting in 11, um, we went in with the Greenville Drive. And their logo, um, just for reference, actually, so that way you guys know, um, all the logos that we are basing our scores off of, um, they're all, it, the link is in our article, or in our article on the blog. So, you know, if you look up the team, you're going to see a variation of logos. But just to, you know, kind of specify, we're using the ones that were posted by minorleaguebaseball.com. And if you want the reference, you just go to our blog um, at the three spot. Uh, you just find that out. So, but get to back get back into it. So, we, uh, we went with the Greenville Drive. And the Greenville Drive, I mean, it's it's cool name. It's, it's original. Um, the logo, it's... It's it's unique. I think it's pretty unique. It's it's like a kind of like a C swing kind of thing, with a you know kind of like a tail drive. I mean, hard hard to explain unless you're looking at it. Uh, I mean, overall we gave it a seven point three out of sixteen. 
So it definitely, it wasn't the worst logo, but it could have been better. It, you know, a lot of us, we all agreed it was, it was different. Uh, so Sean, you had mentioned that there was a connection to the BMW manufacturing site just from the, in Greenville, is that it? Yeah. So that's something that I gave, uh, whenever there's, there's like, for me personally, whenever there's some sort of like real connection to the city, to the region, to the area, the state, um, the community that that team resides in personally, uh, as like a history guy, I, I will, I'll reward that all the time, every single time, you know, I, it has to be clear to me, at least, you know, I'll give it a three or a four. There are a lot of teams that, uh, at least in minor league baseball that I can't find anything about why they named their team the way they did. And right, a lot I'll of them look Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll look at the Wikipedia page or any, anywhere else I could find information on it. And it'll be like, yeah, in 1999, they had a naming contest in the community. I'm like that. And they'll just throw in <laughs> any name and people will vote for it. And I'm like, okay, that sometimes, yes, maybe it means something to the community, but sometimes it's just, we just voted for this because it was better than the last one we had. And I, it, they get nothing in that category for me. I, I love red gray and white i think that always 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 plays i think it has a perfect amount which again i rank this in total a 12 out of 16 which for it to end up at a seven i feel just like i i feel like that guy was just overdressed for a party like it just <laughs> i just i feel like i messed up you're way too prepared i feel like way too prepared. i feel like i messed up here but i kind of do feel like i if i'm staying true to myself I like this logo personally. I liked it as a group, as a as a as a blog. We did it. You know, it wasn't the best logo we've seen, and you know, it didn't score as high. But I think that's the good thing about us doing it independently is that we can give it our own personal score, however we think it is. You know, we're not doing this as a group and like, yeah, everybody's just agreeing to disagree or agreeing just to agree with somebody else. You know, so yep, um, yeah. I mean, a seven point three again, not terrible, but this league, I feel like, had some pretty good ones, um, except for this, except for the next one, which the it, local team. And one thing I do want to say as well, we as baseball guys, we understand there are that teams have like an abundance of logos. They have other logos than what we're 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 grading them on. Um, you know, I had somebody actually that I was reaching out to for next week. And he had some questions about, you know, the way we scored, uh, actually this specific one, uh, about the Cyclones, the Brooklyn Cyclones and saying like, Hey, you know, um, somebody, you know, how, how kind of like, how could it, it, I know you guys scored it kind of harshly, um, and that they should have included the, the roller coaster, um, and that they do have another logo that has the roller coaster, you know, so I just wanted to clarify and, and extremely nice about it. We're going to actually have them on, uh, in the power rankings next week. Um, but you know, I just wanted to clarify to him and, and to everybody that, you know, we go off a specific, uh, site, um, this minor league site that is called, it's like this series, uh, this article series called get to know uh, the teams in the blank league. Right. So every time for every minor league, uh, league and division, they have that, um, and they kind of go through, you know, they put like little facts about each team. But the, the big thing for us on that site um, is those specific logos that they use. 
Um, and we kind of go off there. So again, we know that, you know, the, the cyclones, they have one that has the cyclone roller coaster in it, but this specific one is just a B and a C kind of interlocked old school style. I like old school lettering. Um, and it, it is a tribute to Coney Island roller coaster. Like I know all that. Um, I just didn't really like the, the plain yellow got a little bit of a blue outline. Um, and again, the roller coaster one is so much better than this. I think if MLB or I'm sorry, if, if minor league baseball on that site, if they showcased that logo, I think that would have been almost like a slam dunk one, two or three. Um, but I mean, overall we gave this what 7.67 as a group. Um, pretty, pretty average, but, uh, ultimately again, this league, great logos in this league, um, it was a, a really, really stiff competition. No team in this league uh, got into the teens. There was no 13, 14, or 15, or 16. Um, I think the highest, like a 12.8 or something like that, which we'll get into in a little bit. And all right. I mean, so just, just wrapping that up, you know, the Brooklyn Cyclones, like you said, you know, it's a very classic logo. Um, you know, the BC kind of gives me like, a, I don't know why, give me like some like dog vibes. It, you feel that from this logo? I don't know. Dog? Like, what, what do you mean by that? Like, I, I feel like their name should be like the Bark Collars or something. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Um, all right. So rolling into our number nine. So the next uh, team we got here is the Bowling Green Hot Rods. And they came in at, you know, they, they split it right down the middle. They got an 8.0 out of 16. You know, the logo we went off of, it's it's a B and a G. It's kind of simple, but it adds a nice connection to Kentucky's, like, auto racing industry. They have, you know, a little flame coming off the end of the G. Um, honestly, I think I, I was the only one who gave it more than a one on the intimidation factor. Fire? Scary. Not cool, right? So, I mean, it. it some people have said, you know, in our in our rankings, they gave it a Chicago Bears feel a little bit. Maybe that's a little biased for me, you know. Um, but I I liked it. It wasn't bad. Like I said, 8.0 out of 16. Uh, I mean, we had scores on this as low as five, going all the way up to um, up to 10. Let's see, we got anything higher than that? No, I don't. So so I mean, it varied a little bit. But sitting at an eight, not not a terrible logo. Definitely could have been better i mean with the hot rods is a good name hot rods you could probably i mean i i want to see one of those cars on hydraulics you know <laughs> bouncing up and down the streets you know that would Definitely. be a cool logo they actually had they actually had uh i think they were playing oh man i saw it on twitter the other day they were doing some sort of like spanish version of whatever song that it, i mean i'm sorry not whatever song uh, Spanish version of of the game that, that was going on. It was the Bowling Green Hot Rods. Oh, it's right here. I got it up. It was the Hot Rods against. I don't even know who the other team was, honestly. But oh, it was actually the Hickory Crawdads. They transformed into the Llamas de Hickory, and the bowl, <laughs> the Hot Rods were the Bolitos de Bowling Green. That okay. logo. So they had totally different logos. Uh, like like Spanish versions of the logo that had an actual like car with flames on it, like a flame decal so, on it. Really cool. 
I actually, I just, I just did some research, some deeper research on this. Um, so from 2009, to 2015, their logo actually incorporated a car with baseballs in the tires. Okay. I think that you got, you got to check this out. This logo would probably, I mean, they also did have a, a BG logo, you know, um, with flames coming out, you know, a little bit different, but they did have a pretty sick car logo with some baseballs and tires. Oh, that I'm seeing was, it now. For me, for me, that that might be top top two and not two. Definitely not two. <laughs> I, I'm seeing it now. That is a pretty cool logo. It looks like almost like an old school like soapbox uh, race car. Like yeah, yeah. And I mean, on the cool. intimidation factor, that would be a four. Uniqueness mm-hmm. four. Everything else, I mean, the fact that it's in the area, the what was it, the auto industry, Kentucky or something like that. Yeah. So four that. <laughs> That's up there. Upset. I mean, maybe maybe we have to break into some historic logos after you know we finish every every uh, logo we got going on. Definitely, definitely. It's kind of like windowless options here. Um, right. Definitely. Start doing like a eleven year old travel baseball logos. Yeah, they got some good ones. <laughs> All right. So uh, number eight, we have the Rome Braves. Uh, we we scored them a nine point six seven out of sixteen. Um, I thought it was pretty unique. Um, they're like, they played on like, you know, the Roman empire a little bit where they have this column, this like white column, um, with like a baseball swooshing around it. And there's like an R on the column for, again, not bad. The colors, I do like the red, gray, and white. I don't think there was enough red and gray though. Um, so uniqueness, you know, I gave him a four, not intimidating at all. It's just a pillar. Um, the geographical inclusion, I gave him a one. I, I, I don't, I don't really get. Like it's, it's. I don't, I don't get that part. But, uh, but the colors, I gave him a three. So, you know, I ended up giving them a nine. It wasn't bad. Um, you know, I know Manny was saying that it was like it's a classy logo, which I would probably agree with that. Um, it, it's not bad. It, it's really, it's not a bad logo. So what's there not to get about um, this the, the geographic inclusion? They play in Rome, uh, Georgia. You know, Rome, yes, but like, Coliseum, or the, the columns, okay. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it's the Coliseum in Georgia. I, I don't get, like, where... <laughs> that's the part... Yes, the, the city is named Rome there, but, like, it's not like there's... But the Pantheon is, like, that's not what's happening in Georgia. So I think, I think they're, they're using the greatness of the Roman empire or what was into it, which is cool, but it's not that exact location, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, and I could be missing something there. I maybe, maybe Rome, uh, Rome, Georgia is a place that like, I, I have no idea. I have no idea, but I just did that. But maybe I missed something in my research because some people did give it a three. Uh, I know you gave it a three in their geographic conclusion and, and Ryan and RDT gave it a four. Yeah. Maybe I missed something. I, so I make mistakes. All right. So for, for reference, let's say, let's say there's a, a city called Atlantis, right? They, their, their logo is a trident. What are you going to give that a one on the geographical inclusion? <laughs> You understand what's going on. I mean, it's not the real Atlantis, but we know what's going on here. I'll take the trident. Doesn't the um, uh, 
Well, the Mariners used to have a trident, but the uh, that hockey team now, the, the Kraken, don't they have a trident? Or I could be wrong. So they, I mean, they have. I believe. I know it's a big Kraken. Um, let me see. They might have. Yeah. Uh, no, an anchor. Oh, they okay. Have an anchor right. into it. I, I can see how you can mistake that for a trident. I gotcha. get it. Yeah. Okay. So. To keep rolling into our number seven here, we have um, actually our first double-digit score on this ranking, and it came in with the Hudson Valley Renegades coming in at a 10 out of 16. And um, basically, I mean, for me, I, I didn't really think this logo would shoot this high. I think it's kind of simple. It's a it's a HV, you know, off-center uh, with a, a raccoon tail, it looks like. I mean, I guess that's what they're referencing to, rene- to the Renegades. Um uh, I guess New York's pretty, uh, sorry, New York, pretty dirty place, probably raccoons <laughs> everywhere. Um, <laughs> but I honestly, you know, I thought about it before we got into the ranking, you know, before I looked at the logo, I was like, okay, the Hudson Valley Renegades are in here. Let's go Yanks. You know, this logo though, not, not it for me. A 10 out of 16 is a little crazy. Not, not bad, but I think raccoons like that has, that has high potential to just, shoot but i guess i mean being a yankees affiliate you know you kind of keep a simpler look you, you don't really you know you're not giving the funky the, the mighty muscles or you know you're not going for a shout out to the savannah bananas their funky logos gotta love them um actually i'm looking i'm looking at some alternate like logos they have here that yeah, you know it's it's I, I still think there's so much there's so much room to play with that let me let me ask you a question are raccoons considered renegades? Like, what is that's that was so I supported a one in, in the geographic inclusion kind of thing. Like, are what does that mean? Do they just so, do whatever they want? Like, I guess that's what that means. So, looking it up, uh, a renegade the actual definition of a renegade a person who deserts or betrays uh, an organization, country, or set of principles. So what? They they just have no morals. They just don't care. They're they're just I reckless. I mean, I, I guess. guess. I mean, I've never seen a raccoon sitting proper, sitting you know, saying please and thank you. So I, I guess they are. They don't have any principles. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess they don't really. They don't care about anybody else except for themselves. No, they're, they're renegades. See, all right, now it makes sense. Now it does kind of make sense, and I I feel kind of bad giving them a one, but I, I mean, I gave them just a nine to, overall. Just to finish up on this, I mean. Alex gave him. Alex gave him a short but sweet answer. He said, "Uh, he gave him a meh. Are they a high A <laughs> baseball team or a ten U travel soccer team?" And you know, that's that's true. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to differentiate there. Yeah, I think it's the tail of the raccoon. I think they could have done more. I think RDT said that too. Uh, like a lot of, and you just said it with the potential of the raccoon, but they just used the tail. Like I think there there is a logo that's coming out tomorrow in the high a uh, central that is a raccoon, but it, it, that's how they should have done it. Like that is like, you want to, you want to use a raccoon for your, uh, for your mascot, for your logo, check the ones out tomorrow. That's the one they, that's how, that's how you got to do it. Um, number six, we had the Asheville tourist. I've never seen a logo like this. This is really awesome. Um, it doesn't quite, I guess, go with, the name tourist. What I found on the on that is that like 
in their early history, they were actually, I think, the Mountaineers. And they just kind of like kept changing their name and, and going to different places. And I guess people just started calling them the Taurus. Um, but their logo was basically like a moon with shades on, with sunglasses on. And you could see like the sun in the reflection of the sunglasses. And, and with a baseball hat, like really cool. And like, it's like this, this white with this light blue greenish teal color the hat's blue really 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 cool uh color scheme and just a great logo overall personally i ended up giving it a i mean i gave it an 11 um but it really unique down a lot because the it's the intimidation factor wasn't there oh no this guy looks like like i said in the block this guy looks like a nerdy best friend in like a 90s teen uh coming of age tale like just like this guy's getting bullied day on day in day out, like it's he's not having a good time. But everything else is uh, everything else is working for him, I think. Also, okay. looks like the uh, turn ahead the clock Mercury Mets kind of kind of thing. That's what that's what it gave me vibes of it. And I mean, while, said that. while we're on that, what do you what do you think of those that jersey, the Mercury Mets uh, jerseys? I mean, I. The turn ahead the clock jerseys, I think, were actually pretty cool. Like, in my mind, ingrained in my mind is the Ken Griffey Jr. with the, like, guy got, like, barely any oh, sleeves. Yep. I think he even, for that thing, he got, like, a fake tattoo, right, of, like, the Mariners logo. I think it was or something like that. Um, but they said, I think they should do that again. I really think they should do that again. Um, it wasn't, I mean, I think, in terms of like being critically acclaimed, I don't think it was, but um, I, I think I think to have that happen again in 2021 or 2025, whatever year they're going to do it again, or if they ever do it again, yep. I think it would be cool. I think I think like this generation of, of people, especially like younger kids, I think they would like really attach to that and and like they, they would buy the shit out of that. I think it was I think it was pretty cool. Um, and I mean, if, it's kind of crazy to think like that's kind of what they thought would happen with jerseys by now. Like they thought that they would go for the super futuristic. Like you ever watch the episode of SpongeBob? It's uh, like everything is chrome. Yeah. Like yeah. they like that's what people had really like imagined the world was going to be at this point. And like the jerseys, they look the jerseys nowadays that we have like nothing near what they projected this to be. But I mean, it was it's it, it's hard to tell, and it's it's cool. It, it was definitely cool. So like you said. To if we were to go on to like doing that again to see what our jerseys to predict what our jerseys would look like in twenty years, you know, like you would imagine what we would draw together and put out there for our futuristic jerseys. That's true. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very curious to see if they would ever do that again or something similar to that. Um, our number five. So rolling into number five. We have uh, the Greensboro Grasshoppers, and honestly, this one, this one deserves maybe to be a little bit higher. I'm a huge fan of this logo, a little cursive G, you know, with a grasshopper coming out of it. For me, if this guy's on my team, I'm putting him at shortstop, batting him too. He's getting on base. It, 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 this guy, so I, I um, this guy is great. I looked into his name. His name is Guilford because that's a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the county name of Greensboro. Um, 
So I, I could just imagine saying, all right, Guilford, get out there, you know, go make a play out there. But if you just look at him, you know, you, I see you gave him a little bit of the shorthand, the short end of the stick with a one on the intimidation factor. The guy, um, th- this thing, Guilford, he looks like he would, like I said in the block, he looks like he is a, like one of those kids that like grabs a baseball, never played baseball in his life or any sort of throwing sport and revs up the arm like, like <laughs> no other throws or attempts to throw this ball. And it just like kind of bloops a little rainbow and lands like two feet in front of him. Right. So that it looks like that. Um, although like the arms on this thing. Yeah. They're, they're pretty like, diesel. I was just going to work out. Looks like he works out, but um, I mean, I love the cream like colored jerseys kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that was cool. The colors work. Um, solid logo. I, I, I agree with you. I think it should have been maybe a little higher um, ranked as, as a group, but not bad. Yeah, it's not not bad. Um, like you said, I mean, I, I don't know. I can't agree with you on the the fact that he looks like he's going to throw like a rainbow. I mean, this guy looks like he's going to throw a strike across the diamond. I mean, and like I said, okay, the intimidation factor, I gave it a three. Now knowing its name is Guilford, might drop it to a two. A little <laughs> late. But that, I mean, that logo, solid logo. I mean, let's, let's just uh, – Move, move forward. Let's keep yeah. going. Let's just keep going. Uh, number four, we had the Wilmington Blue Rocks. Um, basically, we gave this 11.5 as a group. It, not a bad logo at all. Uh, the color scheme works. It's pretty much like a light blue, a, a navy, and a gray. Uh, a little bit of white sprinkled in there. It was pretty cool. Um, you don't really see a moose in baseball, um, but it's basically a moose head uh, with the antlers, things like that. Shout out to Mike Moussakis as well. Um, Powder blue, navy, gray, everything pretty great for me personally. Um, I, the blue rocks I was confused about. Um, I don't know if that's another name for a moose. I don't really get that part. So I was confused as to why there, a moose was there uh, or is there a mascot. Um, but he also looks like a moose who is just there to have a great time. He doesn't look like an intimidating moose. So I kind of scored him a little low there. But uh Solid logo, you know, number four logo, pretty solid, nothing crazy. Manny said it looks like the uh, Clark Griswold mug uh, from um, uh, uh, Christmas Vacation. Um, it, not bad. Scoop loves it, um, and so did RDT. Uh, but honestly, for me personally, wasn't all that. I mean, I ended up giving it a nine, so it was all right. It was all right. And, uh, okay, so shooting into our number three, we got the Jersey Shore Blue Claws. And we, we gave them a 12.5 out of 16. And uh, I, I don't think there's any bias behind this. I think it's just, it's just, a, great, it's just a great logo. Um, it, looks like, it looks like something like a stuffed animal you would win on the boardwalk. If you really like, if you look at it, um, the incorporation of the surfboard, you know, being Jersey Shore, you know, the Blue Crabs or the blue claws, you know, they're, they're very, they are very common over here. Um, mm-hmm. I think I gave it a low score on the intimidation factor. Cause it kind of looks, looks a little friendly, but I mean, it, it, it's just a good logo. This logo, 12.5 out of 16, close, very close to a, you know, a teen, you know, like you said, we didn't have any teens. Um, let's see. Yeah. We all, 
you know, they're out of this low, out of this rank. So it'd be easy to say there's bias here. But even our one non-New Jersey native um, gave it, you know, say right around the same area as us. Now this logo, solid. But I mean, we have two better. So let's we see do, what we got here. We do have two better. Again, shout out Blue Claws. They're they're. I love that logo. I think it's great. I really do. Um, number two, we had the Hickory Crawdads. I I had no idea what a crawdad was until I looked this up. I've never heard that term before. I know what a crawfish are. I know what a, a lobster is, which I thought this was a lobster. Maybe it's another name for a lobster. But um, the Hickory Crawdads, 12.67 out of 16. Um, don't show this to Larry the Lobster. You're going to make him act up. He's going to have a tough time. This thing was crazy unique. Uh, you got this, this... You got the letter H, which again, by itself would have sucked. Um, but then you have this lobster crawdad thing kind of laying behind it and then like wrapping around it. And I know RDT said, uh, you know, saying something like, draw me like one of your French crawdads. <laughs> Hilarious comment there. Uh, but in the lobster claw, they have, uh, it has a baseball. Really solid, solid. Again, the red and the white, it's missing a little gray for me, but um, I love this logo. It just, it looks, looks kind of, looks kind of sexy, right? It's like a sexy looking logo. Like that thing, like, yeah, it's a team. This guy wants to beat your brains in, like just win whatever game they're playing, but they might also like, they might make love to you later. You know? Yeah. I mean, look at those eyes. That's like either like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to make you feel it or. <laughs> You know, or I'm going to beat you and make you feel it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, so oh Sean, if you want to, if you want to just keep rolling, just finish us off with this number one. Oh, yeah. This is a little personal, personal for you. Yeah, I got you. All right. So, yeah, number one, no bias here. Aberdeen Ironbirds. Um, maybe there is. I don't know. Orioles bias, <laughs> me and RDT. But uh, this logo is sick. Like, it, it's this thing's looking right at you. Basically, it's uh, this, this bird looking right at you, directly into your soul. It's not looking right, not looking left. Looking right at you. Has great, has an awesome color scheme, right? I think it's great. You have the gray, you got some blue, you got orange, you got these little orange dots in the eyes that look like they're just, like, piercing through your face. 12.83. Uh, uh, personally, I gave it, I gave it a 15. Um, RDT gave it a 14. Uh, it, this is just awesome. The connection uh, with Cowherpin Jr. being, you know, the Iron Man um, and obviously being affiliated with the Orioles, the birds, they kind of like put those things together, Iron Birds. Um, great, great, great logo. A well-deserved number one, I believe, um, in this. I, I'm curious to see where it's going to go in the high A logo draft. Um, I don't want to give any picks away, but if I think if I was drafted number one overall, that might be that might be it for me. So um, great logo. Uh, again, the complete rankings we got here. So uh, number twelve, I'll start at number twelve. Winston Salem Dash, Greenville Drive, Brooklyn Cyclones, Bowling Green Hot Rods, Rome Braves, Hudson Valley Relic Renegades, Asheville Tourists, Greensboro Grasshoppers, Wilmington Blue Rocks, Jersey Shore. Oh my God, I can't speak. Jersey Shore Blue Claws. Hickory Crawdads, whatever that is, and the Aberdeen Ironbirds kind of round it out. Um, yeah, let's see. What do we got? What do we got going on next? So, oh, shout out the Somerset Patriots. 
you know, New Jersey, the New York area, uh, we just got hit, you know, with Hurricane Ida, um, you know, down by me, it, it, luckily, thankfully, really wasn't bad. Uh, but I know, Chris, by you and, and in that Bridgewater area, uh, I know it was surfacing around Twitter all over the place uh, because now, obviously, we're getting a lot of more attention being the AA affiliate um, of the Yankees. The Patriots Stadium was just absolutely filled with water. I'd never seen anything like that. Um, the parking lot next to it was just completely filled um, and completely flooded. It was nuts. Uh, it looked literally like that stadium was, was a pool. Uh, but seriously, shout out to uh, the grounds crews, any workers that were on site, um, the town of Bridgewater, um, sending any help that they could, uh, any surrounding areas that sent any help. Um, you know, we want to thank you uh, because I think literally the next day that water had drained and, uh, you know, yep. the field wasn't all, you know, it wasn't at perfect standards, uh, but it absolutely looked, um, you know, so much better. better. It was, so it was a baseball better. diamond. Yeah. You know, it, it was, it was back to what it is. I'm looking at it right now. The, the, you know, the day of the, the storm and then the day after the storm you know, when they cleared it all up and, you know, just mm -hmm. to kind of piggyback on what you said the you know, shout out to the grounds crew, anybody that helped out, anybody in the town of Bridgewater, the area, you know, that it, the storm hit bad. Um, and, you know, thankfully you, you guys fixed what you guys need to do. I saw some, some tweets saying, you know, no more $7 games. I hope that's not true. Um, <laughs> Uh, I hope you guys actually found Luke Voigt's, Luke Voigt's ball that he hit into orbit out there. Maybe it uh, yeah. it came up. Uh, but no, seriously, you know, just once again, you know, you guys did a great job clearing everything up. And uh, it, huge shout out to you guys. Seriously. Um, you know, hopefully, hoping to get back into that stadium. Um, you know, next year, really, I know their season's going to be wrapping up. So, but, you know, looking forward for a big comeback for them. Um, moving to AAA. Friday night, we had the Reno Aces and Tacoma, I think Rain, Rainer, Rainiers. I, I don't really know how to yep. say that one. Uh, there's a little bit of a brawl going on. Um, I wrote a blog about it, but I didn't write about the brawl itself. Um, I'm sure some of you guys have seen it. We had the video. This guy hits a home run. Uh, he's rounding second base, starts jawing at the shortstop, um, and they start just you know arguing with each other, a little push and shove. The guy throws his helmet at the shortstop. All Dude, out brawl. Charged him. Crazy, crazy stuff. But my blog was all about how the stadium sound guy just needed to race. You got <laughs> promote him, give him a, a lifetime contract. While this fight is going on, you just start hearing in the background this like this upbeat like arcade music. Like you're like uh, again, it could have stayed silent. I feel like any other stadium sound guy, it would have just been silent. It would have been quiet in there. Um, everything, you know, while everything's calming down, this guy kept the music blasting. He kept it going. Like you were in a club, pumping them up, pumping them up. And it was like, <laughs> it's like crazy, crazy music. I was like, what the hell? This is nuts. Starts winding down. I'm watching it. I'm watching this video. And I think it was like 40 seconds in people start getting separated, things like that. And he starts playing what I got by subline like that. You just hear that like percussion and going and. I'm like, dude, this is amazing. This is like, he's not backing down. He's like, no, no, I understand my assignment. I know what I'm doing. I have a job to do. I'm not going to just stop doing my job because there's a fight going on. People need to be entertained and, and that's it. So shout out to that guy. 
whoever you are, you want to come on the podcast, talk to us. I would love to have you. So, um, stadium sound guy at the, uh, I believe it's called greater Nevada field. Dude, get, get him a contract, get him a Jersey, get him anything he wants forever. Shout out to you, dude. Absolutely. And if you, you know, if you watch this video, I've never seen a fight where like, you know, the fans are so into it, you know, and I, I think that's, that's all in part of, you know, that stadium sound guy, just keeping them going, which you, I, I have never seen that at any, any level you watch a UFC fight. There's not, you know, they're not, there's not <laughs> music going on. Like, you know, yeah, they're just, they're just letting it go. And like to, to kind of break down this play, pull a, pull a little John boy out of here. This, this, the, the, what is this? The second, no, this is the shortstop that runs after him, right? Yeah, the, the shortstops, the shortstops flagging him through. He's telling him to keep going. You know, they're, they're jawing at each other. Then he runs from second base all the way, all the way down to third base. You know, kind of, it's like, kind of like you're walking in. You know what you're getting into here. You know, let the guy go home. You know, you see him outside. That's that's different business. But now you're you're getting yourself involved in trouble. Yeah, yeah, a little little interesting situation. And again, I don't know if there was something that happened earlier in the game or earlier in the season, anything like that, that kind of sparked that. It was kind of interesting. You don't really get any, any context in that video, but, um, it, it says, so apparently yeah. it's not the first time that the Rangers have had an issue with Henry Ramos. Huh. Um, I mean, the guy, the guy's 29 years old. He's, he's interested in AAA for a while. You know, he's, he's been around. I mean, don't know much on him. No, I got Could be frustrated. Yeah. Could be frustrated. Um, but again, stadium sound guy. Need a raise, dude. Need a raise. Um, another thing we saw on Twitter, and this is actually, I think I remember last year this this being like a thing. Just popped up on my on my feed. Maybe it was just the topic of baseball. I don't know. Because I don't follow this this thing. So uh Covenant College, their baseball field. All right. So this their baseball field is apparently on top of this mountain. It's kind of surrounded by trees, but it's on top of this mountain. And I'm like, oh my God, like, this is actually a really nice baseball field. Um, and you know, I, I think I, I tweeted back at them and I was like, you guys are literally like touching hands with the baseball gods. You are on top of this mountain. You're that close. Um, like that, that, that Sistine chapel picture or, um, uh, painting where you're kind of like, they're touching the fingers like with God, Yeah, yeah. that, that you could do that right there. You could be touching <laughs> hands with, with, with Vicky Mantle. I, I don't know, like something like that crazy stuff. Uh, but it got us thinking about like other great fields that we've seen. And again, it got me thinking about like last April, I looked it up this morning. Um, there, I think it was John Boy who like tweeted out or somebody tweeted at him uh, their weird like high school field dimensions. Uh, yep, people yep. like right in that feed were just like sending in all their weird, uh, the weirdest fields they've ever played on, like with Google Maps, kind of like a aerial view uh, showing yep. it. Dude, some crazy, crazy things like. And I, I'm pulling it up. I'm on, uh, I don't even know what I'm on right now, bleachernation.com. And it's kind of just recapping all that. But um, yeah, it was John Boy. And they were just, dude, some fields like in this country, in the world, very strange. Like they're almost like backyard baseball fields, like how they're constructed. I remember one we, we played at in Carteret um, when I was in high school. And it's literally at this park. I think I pulled it up. Oh my God, it's so bad. Philip, Philip E. <laughs> Rebus Field in Carteret. Literally there, it's, it's 
surrounded in left field going into center and then a right field going into center by two warehouses. Uh, just and I remember it just being this giant God. brick wall, white brick wall, huge, like yep. has to be bigger than the monster, the green monster of Fenway on both sides. And center field has to be, I don't know, 450, 500. But what's, that was probably one of the uh, craziest fields. What's what's that backyard baseball uh, field? Uh, it's like aluminum with the aluminum tin in, in center field. Oh, I think it's Tin Can Alley. I think it's Tin Can Alley. Yeah, Tin yeah, Can yeah. Alley. That gives me huge. I mean, center yeah. field was center field is deep on that field though. I mean, but right field you got you have a warehouse wall that's probably about what you'd say one eighty out there, two hundred yeah. feet maybe, but it's about forty feet high. Dude. And then uh, yeah, I just remember playing there. You know the dirt. You go down to make a play. You're you're shredding your whole body, you know that that that, that field. I mean, definitely a interesting field, but playing on it, you're you're putting your life on the line. Oh, absolutely, dude. This this whole feed right here. So there was one guy who said, and again, mind you, we're gonna sound like we're late to the party, but it just got us thinking and looking back at this because this is from April fifth, twenty twenty. This guy, uh, or I oh, know, I'm sorry, it was, it's must, this is the high school account. It's uh, Sherman High School Baseball. Uh, that's their account. And this is in uh, Guthrie, Oklahoma. This field, I, I don't even know. So basically, think of a regular baseball field. Because without the thing I'm about to mention, this is a regular baseball field. Regular baseball field, take out the center field wall from like left center to right center. Just take out the wall. You can keep the left field and right field walls. And add a football oh field into... Center field. Just take out the wall at a football field right there. That's this field. It says center field is also a football field, and they play it now without a center field fence. So it's literally just like you hit a ball up there. No. It's going a hundred yards down down the down the end to the end zone. This is nuts. It's just like <laughs> opening a floodgate. Yeah. Like you just you just balls just flying out there. You're not getting them back. You might as well just Almost like a California kickball thing where you just keep running yeah. around the bases. Where are you putting your center field? Are you putting them on the, the thirty I, yard line or something? I, like I, I guess so. Yeah, practically where the fence where the fence would be. I think that is a thirty yard line right there, which is so yeah. weird to think. About. I mean, keep keep the ball in front of you on there. I mean, if somebody puts one down to down to the fifty, you're done. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, seriously. If any anybody who's listening, if you guys have any weird. Um, Baseball fields you ever played on, whether it's high school, college, middle school, little league, and you wanna you wanna tweet them at us at the three spot. Maybe we get this thread going again with John Boy. Um, baseball fields are just one of the craziest things you could ever see because some of them are just so like cookie cutter. Yep. And then there's like the other extreme where like you got buildings in play, you've got trees in the middle of the field, you got a, a goalpost in the middle of the field. Wild, wild. There's probably a pond somewhere out in a field that we don't know about. Absolutely. Tweet them at us or email them to us. Uh, if you want to email them to us, uh, our email is the three spot blog at gmail.com. And again, no number three. You spell it all out um, in our Twitter again or Instagram. If you want to DM us at the three spot, all spelled out. Um, baseball fields are crazy. Uh, just want to. <laughs> A few things uh, that happened this weekend in, in uh, Major League Baseball. I want to recap a few series. The Oakland A's. The Oakland A's are falling fast. And uh, a few weeks ago, I tweeted on the account that 
the A's are going to win this division. They're going to win the AL West. And I, still, I know it doesn't look good. I'm going to stand by my take. I, I'm not going to just, you know, cower and, and, you know, pander to the audience and just be like, no, they're out. It's tough right now, but I still think the A's, the green and gold, are going to win this division somehow. Um, I just wrote a blog about it. Bo Mel just came out and was like, our best baseball is yet to come. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, it is. Give me that green and gold jersey. Give me a pair of white cleats. I'll go out there and I'll hit little bloopers for you. I'm not going to hit bombs. It's not going to happen. I'm not throwing 90. I'll throw 65. Uh, but I will go out there and help you if you need it, Bo Mel, because his speech, not really a speech, but his press conference, I, I want to run through a brick wall. I'm ready to go. The A's are going to win this division. They're going to make it. Uh, however, they got completely like ass fucked by the Blue Jays. Marcus Simeon, since he came oh over, he hates the A's. He hates, hates, he hates everybody. That guy, that guy just strokes, man. He has what his last three games. So, he, I mean, he's a Yankee killer too. I don't know if you've noticed that. I mean, Grand he comes up against the Yankees. He he had two home runs last night. Mm-hmm. He, he's ridiculous. And that the, the day before he had a home run versus the A's. You know, so yeah, like you said, he hates the A's. I mean, I'm looking at his splits right here. I mean, his average isn't great. I mean, he's got five home runs over his last seven. Mm-hmm. But the, the dude just, he's got, what, 37 home runs on the year? Yeah. This dude mashes. He, he's legit. But, I mean, Marcus Semien, the Blue Jays, they're, they're kind of, they're an upsetting team just because they have so much firepower, but they just can't seem to, you know, like, they're sitting, what, they're still sitting in fourth right now? The Blue and, Jays? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're sitting in the same spot as, let's say, the A's for, for the wild card. Yeah, they're uh, tied. Actually, no, they, they might be a game up on them. One last uh, loss. Oh, Half game. No, you're right, because the... One last the game. Blue Jays, yeah, the A's didn't play yesterday. Yep. So, um, but, to, you know, speaking of the A's, like you said, you say that they're going to win the division. My personal sleeper, the Mariners. The Mariners have been going off. They've been red hot. I think I, I saw something. They they have the most like um extra innings wins or something, extra innings games, yeah. something like that. They're a late game like kind of team. They just they, and their team's compiled of absolute guys. If you are a casual fan, you have no idea who three fourths of their team is. You know, they're getting a huge resurgence from Kyle Seeger, 30 plus home runs. He's he has more home runs than anybody on the Yankees. Um, Mariners, I think that they could sneak, you know, if, if one of these teams in the ALE starts slacking, I think they could sneak it to a wild card at the least, but, um, that's definitely a team to watch. I think they can get to the wild card again. If, if, if the A's are going to just screw me here, um, they can right now. I mean, uh, you said it, you said, you think they're going to be a sleeper to win the division? They currently for fan graphs, they have a 0.8% chance of winning the division. That's um, not zero. Not zero, but also not great. Uh, but the way they're playing right now, I mean, yesterday they got absolutely manhandled by the Astros, 11-2, uh, but um, they don't play hey. great against them. But neither do the A's. So this is – it's going to be a fight in the AL West. We'll see what happens there. Um, Dodgers-Giants, 
The Giants are just coming out of nowhere. Um, I mean, at this point, it's not really coming out of nowhere, but in terms of their season as a whole, they, they have come out of nowhere. Um, the back and forth has just been fantastic. Um, and, uh, you know, both, you know, yeah. And you know, both these teams are going to make the playoffs. They might meet in the NLCS. We'll see, because I don't foresee really any other, uh, team, maybe the Brewers, um, uh, you know, the NL East is, is at this point, it's a joke, but, um, the Dodgers and Giants, you know, that was a great series. Um, just, just overall, Awesome. And, and Oracle Park, we got to get there, man. We got to get there. It's beautiful. Uh, Definitely. That's somewhere we got to go. Uh, the Orioles take two out of three from the Yankees. And I uh, don't think we have to say anymore. Yeah, that's 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 low blow, honestly. I mean, that's tough. I mean, I, what do you what do you think? What do you think really drove the Orioles to win the, that series? You think they figured out how to play baseball? They're going to turn around somehow? <laughs> I think they just hate the Yankees so much. And, and I think yeah, they want to help out. Sense. I think they want to help out the A's. I think that's, they want to help out a sub $100 million payroll buddy. And <laughs> they want to help out the A's. They know what's going on. Again, they know their assignment, hopefully for the rest of the way. Uh, but I also think they hate the Yankees. I think they're like, uh, I think they're seven and nine against the Yankees this year or something like that. Like they actually played them really well. They're one they and 18 against the Rays. Well. Yeah, they haven't played everybody else well. But they go in the Yankee Stadium and they just fuck. They just they yeah. they know what to do. Um Austin Hayes is great. Mountcastle is going to be the rookie of the year. Still standing by that take. Um <laughs> and they've just been great. Jorge Lopez out of the bullpen, awesome. Starting, ass. Absolute <laughs> ass. But just guys, just 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 wait. Just wait for it. A few years. It's over for y'all hoes. Uh, yep. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, let's see. What do you, so what are your thoughts on Matt Harvey? How do you think, you know, he's, I mean, he's leading your team in wins. I think he's also leading your team in losses, but I mean, the fact that you guys are giving him still opportunities is, it's kind of nuts. I know you would think what, six, seven years ago, like, if somebody was like, yeah, he's going to be on the Orioles, I would have died for that. I would have absolutely been like, right. hell yeah, let's go. Like, how does he get there? I don't even want to know how he would get there. Just how would he get there? If I knew it was going to be this way, I'd be like, eh, okay. But, yeah, he's just I, – I can't call it a resurgence because it's not like he has he's a six back to 2015. Yeah, I mean, not, not great, not ideal. But I think he's really working his way – back as much as he can obviously he's getting older it's not really helping um but you know i think he's also been a really great like veteran presence for the pitching staff you know he's a guy who's who's pitched uh just in high level games pitching the world series this guy has been was dominant in a major market you know so um you know he's adding that experience kind of like you know what nelson cruz does for the rays and right um, he's kind of like like that on the pitching end again a little different, but um, he's that veteran guy that that we that we need. Um, little innings eater. I mean, he's leading, eater. Team, he's leading them in innings. Yeah, like he's it, as much as it sounds like it doesn't really make sense. He's been, you know, he's been a really reliable guy. He's been a guy that we could rely on, and and again, the experience 
can't quantify that. So I think that's right. extremely important. Um, the Mets are 69 and 69. And uh, I'm going to leave it there. Nice. <laughs> um, last thing that we want to talk about here. Um, we mentioned earlier the high A league logo draft. Uh, we did the low A logo draft. Uh, if you want to check that out, we only did that in a blog format. We have yet to do that uh, in a podcast form. The next draft, the high A league draft, is going to be on a podcast form. So check out that in a few weeks. Uh, hopefully we can get some guests back that helped us out with power rankings. We get them back. Uh, but future draft ideas. Um, we have a lot for the off season, which I'm actually thinking we start doing them in September or October. So, um, yep. you know, any baseball themed drafts um, that you guys would want to see us do or listen to us do, whatever you want to say, um, we're all ears. We are all ears uh, drafting anything in terms of baseball movies, uh, video games, baseball players of different eras, um, anything specific. You know, I, I think we love doing different drafts. So, um, uh, but obviously we want to keep them baseball related to baseball themes. So if you guys have any suggestions, um, you know, let us know, even if it's a, you know, obviously we do logo drafts, but even if it's Jersey drafts and things like that, um, any suggestions you guys have, you know, email us, uh, again, the three spot blog at gmail.com or DM us on Twitter and Instagram at the three spot. Um, but, uh, those are things we want to get into and provide that, that content for you guys. That would be really fun. Um, but uh, sunflower other, seed flavor. Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. Is there Gatorade enough to draft flavor? that though? Well, I mean, I think we could maybe branch off into something like you know, dugout dugout snacks. You know, ooh, I like that baseball snack draft. Like you just yeah, you got sunflower seeds. You got you got a, a yeah, blue gator. Oh, yeah, there are a lot of options there. Um, so definitely, I'm going to throw that one on the list. Uh, but if anybody else has any other suggestions. Uh, again, baseball theme draft ideas. Let us know. Um, Chris, anything else before we uh, head out? Uh, no, I just want to say uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, glad to have you. You know, very, you know, we have a lot of things planned for the future coming up soon. Um, you know, we wouldn't be able to do this without you guys. We thank you a lot. You know, us three spot, we're just trying to, you know, help you guys help us like baseball, you know, help us, you know, get a community and, you know, help each other. You know, that's all we want to do here. We love you guys. Hopefully one day you'll love us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So again, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at three spot. Feel free to email us anytime. Uh, any suggestions, anything you want us to write a blog about or, or talk about the podcast. Uh, let us know again. Our email is the three spot blog at gmail.com. All spelled out. Follow social media, listen to the podcast, share it, follow us. Uh, like it, whatever you got to do, uh, tomorrow, which actually we're going to be dropping this, uh, I'll probably end up dropping this tomorrow, uh, which is going to be Wednesday. Um, check out the power rankings, check out the high a central power rankings featuring again, the baseball and whatever guys, uh, shout out to them again, follow them, um, on Twitter, uh, YouTube as well. Uh, on Twitter, they are, again, baseball, at baseball, and what, all spelled out. Uh, couldn't fit the whatever in there, but that's that's fine. Um, check out their YouTube channel where they kind of, that's where their podcast uh, kind of comes from. 
Uh, but you can also find their podcast on Spotify as well, as well as ours. All right. So, um, yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, and we'll check you guys out uh, next week. Adios. <laughs>